Are you on mute? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be one of those. <laughs> Coming up on First Course First, don't nobody tell us we ain't eclectic. That's next. Welcome to episode 98 of First Course First. I am DL, doing well. With me is Sven, production lover Knutson. Sven, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. <laughs> you are. I am. I thought that. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing Who really knew? Well. Also here today is Evil Art and Kettlebells Jimmy. Evil. This is amazingly close to the first take. How are you? I'm doing so great. I love how you included two of my favorite things in there and made them sound so cool. <laughs> Wait, it was kettlebells and what else? Art. Art. Mm-hmm. Art and kettlebells. Like the a man art or as you can. Here, making a, a just silly scene is Rachel. Your writing better not be lazy, polio. Rachel, <laughs> who wrote Mickey? Who wrote the Mickey song? Oh, that. Hey, Mickey, so you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Oh my god. Hi, I'm doing very well. I have lots of alcohol in my system already. <laughs> and you have 20 more cups to I go. Have 20 cups to go. You guys. <laughs> we're together again. Do you guys know when really? the last time we were together was? <laughs> yeah. Backwards. Let's start with 99. Chocolate Starfish. That was a good year. Let's do them again next year. Yeah, Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah. don't, don't, don't. My therapist already is making way too much money <laughs> off me. <laughs> we are here. This is one of our last episodes of the year. Kind of already in our end of the season episodes. Evil and I did our samesies. Since we had two of the same favorite albums of 21, we talked about them. That was a wonderful episode. We had a blast fanboying out. And then we did the Beatles, Rachel and I. Yeah, we did. Some more fan peopling out. Fan youing out. Rachel is slowly coming over to the dark side, <laughs> becoming more and more of a Beatles fan, which was the whole point of this entire podcast. <laughs> we have made it to the what did we miss in 2022 episode hey sven do you get to concentrate on new music still with your job and i know that you have to listen to a lot of stuff a lot apparently it kind of depends on what i'm working on sometimes things get handed to me as like references for a project i'm working on like it's gonna be kind of like something that already exists out there (laughs) and uh, that's usually how i find like, like this past year, that's how I found a lot of new music was uh, people telling telling me to listen to stuff. So, Rachel, you have told me once upon a time uh, a couple weeks ago that you still had 82 albums left to listen to this year. How's that going? It's down to at least 79. You've only listened to three? <laughs> what? Three of those were on this list of 20, so that narrowed it down. So, only a couple more. Evil, uh, I think you and I have tried the most to keep up 
all year mm-hmm. as best we could. Well, <laughs> you don't know what me and Sven do in our spare time. I absolutely, you tell me all the time that you haven't. I believe two weeks ago you said, I still have 82 albums that I haven't listened to this year. No, that was just 82 left. I'm right, and you know it. Evil. <laughs> Is it a little disheartening the fact that I think I sent you the thing from Saving Private Ryan where the <laughs> medic is trying to save the dude and he yeah. does, and then the guy just gets shot in the head and he starts screaming, like, just give us a fucking chance. Right. Well, that was this year, right? That was this year. There's so much music. Yeah. So much. I think every band that has ever existed came out with an album this year. Or four. Yeah. Some put out four. Or or they pulled a King Gizzard. <laughs> or a Weezer. <laughs> but tons of stuff we've missed. We're going to miss more. We are covering a lot tonight. We've covered a lot over the year. This included, it'll be over 50 new albums. That's plenty. I'm proud of that. If they just every day. Nas just came out with the end of his trilogy thing. It wasn't even on my radar at all. And it's supposed to be amazing. I don't know if I'm even going to listen to it before the finale. You know, there was an album that I didn't realize came out this year. All year, I've been listening to the song thinking it was an old song. Really? I noticed it came out this year. And you dumb idiot. Oh, I'm an idiot. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's we picked 20 albums that we didn't get to that we're going to try to touch on. We aren't going to do the whole six minute thing. This isn't going to be a five hour episode. <laughs> we, I don't even think that all of us listen to every single one of these albums. <laughs> what? We're going to do a few breakdowns. Most of all, it's going to be fun <laughs> because us four are back together again. Yay! In two weeks, we're going to be in the woods partying, Yay! recording like. 10 different things. 10. It's going to be a good time. I heard style. four. Tune in for the next few episodes Gosh. to find out because we're going to be revealing some extra stuff we're doing in season three. Yeah, only fans. <laughs> things are going to get sexy. <laughs> things are already sexy. It's so unfortunate these people can't see me. Um, <laughs> before we get into those, though, we got to talk about the most important part of the night. Mm. What are we Sweet. drinking tonight? Sweet. Evil, I haven't seen your drink yet, so I'm going to start with you. I was drinking Manhattans earlier, and I ran out, and now I'm just drinking <laughs> scotch. So, so it's gonna yeah, be a fun uh, night. That's various scotches. I got a bottle, a new bottle of Oban 14, and an old bottle nice. of Macallan, and an old bottle Scott, of Scotch. Scotch. I'm just Scotch. Got a lot of bottles. I have a kind of a, a non-traditional Caparina tonight. Ooh. Ooh, that's it's, pretty. Yeah. It's colorful. So I did it like a traditional caparina. It's it's fine sugar, it's uh muddled lime, and then some uh, Nova Fogo, some cachaca. Is it cachaca? So. Sorry, oh. Brazilians. Idiot. I do. It's an amazing alcohol. I honestly like Nova Fogo is fucking amazing. It's like funky rum. Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's so good. The only different thing that I did is I muddled blackberries and blueberries with the lime. And I added a little bit of club soda because we got a long ways to go tonight. And <laughs> I'm ready to go. That sounds good. It's delicious. Sven, yeah. what are you drinking? Beer. Hey, <clears throat> Lagunitas, Hazy Wonder. That's my unfiltered. Six percent alcohol with three kinds of hops that I'm down. I like Lagunitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good brewery. Rachel, David. Last but not least, who's already a couple sheets to the wind, about to yeah. get a third. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? I'm just hanging out. Oh my god! <laughs> as far as drinking, <laughs> doing stuff. I've what is twenty that? solo cups? Oh no! Twenty solo. So for every album, you're gonna shoot. Okay, I think I'm being protected. I think there's got to be there's got to be like soda and apple cider and stuff in here too. I think he knows that I've already had a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> Are you supposed oh. to drink yet? 
I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't drink it all. I just took a sip. It's Coke. That's what we're drinking tonight. We're doing our What Did We Miss? It's our last episode before we get to all of us in one room or campfire or whatever we're doing, damn it. Yay. It's going to be a blast. Pool. I thought we were... Oh, that's right. We were going to put a... pool. We're through the pool. And in the pool. And with the pool. And over the pool and under the pool. We can't do this again. We are the pool. About the pool and suspecting the pool. We're going to take a break. Evil's the only smart one. We'll be right back. We are back. Let's get into these motherfuckers. Before we start on our 20 albums, we got to do the friendship test. hard. Then let's go right to you, Sven. Let's make it even harder. That's what she said. What is everybody's favorite album out of these 20 going to be? Oh my gosh. Evil. I think Evil might be into Porcupine Tree. That's a good guess. Yeah. That's a very nice guess. I am a fan. For Evil. Rachel, immediately, I wanted to say Motomami, but later down the list, Crash, Charlie XCX. Them Femme Pops. I feel like I'm going with Charlie XCX. Charlie XCX, it is. I think that's a good pick. I don't feel that confident. Well, that's because she's making Mad Face. <laughs> I think she's changing her mind right now. That was going to be was, my pick for her, and yeah, now I'm not. So first. <laughs> Rachel does not have a good poker face at all. All right, what about me, Sven? Unraveling by Pup. Pup, P-U-P. Pup the band. I'll get into why that's later. That's a good pick. Mr. Evil himself. What did you pick for us jokesters? I'm hoping I'm going to get one of these right. And I think I'm going to get them all wrong. That's usually Kate, how we do it. I- I'm making a very lazy pick. Those are usually the smart ones, though. I'm going to go oh. all three of you. Oh. oh. Willow. Ooh. <laughs> That is really lazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Willow. Really lazy. That's the surprise of the night, I think. The dangerous pick. Rachel, what about you? Everybody's Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> um, Callback. Uh, nice. I, think I like that. I'm going to agree with Sven on Pup for David. Mm-hmm. The band. Ding. Sven, yeah. I'm going to agree with Evil and say coping mechanism. Mm, Willow. Evil, I'm going to say Alex is on fire because he got so defensive about Alexis. how to say Alex. <laughs> Al X's on fire. <laughs> That's evil. Okay, I win. Good. What about me? Let me go back up to my front of my notes. You know what? I am going to change it because Can't of the face now. Rachel made. Oh. XCX, whatever. Oh. That was going to be my pick for Rachel. I'm changing it to Tovlo, and she shakes her head again. He... <laughs> you no, don't know I have a feeling that her favorite it. is what I Go picked ahead. for my favorite. It. Evil, I also picked Porcupine Tree because duh. Mm. And Sven, this might have been a strategy for me from weeks and weeks and weeks ago. I'm going with Willow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, everybody I, picked Willow for Everybody Sven. picked Willow for me. What, did I like text David for like 10 hours? Do you remember last it? year when I was surprised that everybody picked Mogwai? <laughs> <laughs> you were all like, dude, you talked about it like 20 times. <laughs> all right, let's idiot. get to our 20 albums. Let's start with number one. And we start with Rosalia's Motomami. Sven, did you give this album a shot? And what type of shot? I don't know. I love me some reggaeton. Mm-hmm. I definitely gave it a shot. Like, mm-hmm. I love the little sprinkling of like J-pop, Japanese stuff mixed with the reggaeton thing. I'd actually never listened to any of Rosalia's other never heard stuff. Of her. But this... El Mal... 
Care. I bet that's exactly <laughs> how you say it too. Definitely different. I've also enjoyed the fact that it was not in English. Every time I get to listen to something that is in a language I don't speak fluently, I can just listen to the vocals as if it's another instrument and not have yeah. to like discern mm. yeah. meaning and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, I, I'm point. sure there's a lot of thought put into the poetry, but in this case, it's lost on me. This was dope though. I like it. Sven liked it. Did Rachel. Uh, muy bueno. Me gusta. <laughs> so you knew what she was talking about. <laughs> That's the extent of my Spanish, those two phrases. This just had a real sick beat to it. So she's from Catalonia yeah. in Spain, and I don't think that we've... Dude, you know what's nuts about Catalonia? Hmm bagpipes play better bagpipes than the scott Whoa, and careful and Whoa, technically man. that careful. part of spain really? is considered Whoa. a celtic nation so wrap your head around that hey scotland i love you just so you know Sven, not a scottish much. tattoo you do <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking scotch tonight. <laughs> there we, yeah. <laughs> okay. scotch. yeah. Catalonia, great. Good music. Loved it. Her last album, it was named the best Spanish language album of all time. So this lady what? knows, I'm not kidding. By who? Rolling Stone. On their list of best albums of all time. Apparently they have a list of like 500 best albums. She's on there? That last album that she just made is 315. <laughs> Going back to our conversation about how you and I kind of gone back and forth on new albums. Mm-hmm. This this is one I found at one point secretly lobbied for it to be on an episode at one point because I fucking love it. You? you did? Yeah. It works because we're talking about did it. Did you do what I did to spend with Willow? <laughs> you sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> when I played the first track the very first time, I'm like, I have never heard anything like this ever before. And it's yeah. so catchy and I love it. To Sven's point, it's helpful that my Spanish is not the most fluent. Bueno. So I just appreciate it as another instrument. Then I went and I like started poking into some comments on the songs. And it turns out that native Spanish speakers can't even make sense of what she's saying. Oh. Because it kind of rides the line. She throws in English here and there. Oh, Spanglishy kind of. A little bit. I think one comment was, this is the final stage of Duolingo. (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, Yeah. It blends so many different styles. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's like flamenco yeah. in there. There's jazz, uh, hip hop. So it's brilliant. If pop. she is from, and I absolutely love it. Because I was not listening to the lyrics at all because my Spanish is bad. In Catalonia, they are really apparently pushing Catalan and not Spanish. So I wonder if she's interjecting some of that into there as well. Mm. I could be. All three of you really dug this. Did you? Mm-hmm. So all four of us. I fucking loved this. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting. based on the cover and I thought it was just going to be some pop whatever nope Uh, exact (laughs) sentiments of what evil said I I don't think I've ever heard anything quite like this I don't think it's perfect I don't like the most popular song in it the whole the chicken teriyaki (laughs) thing hated that song that annoyed the shit out of me. How is that any different from pepperoni and green pepper mushrooms, <laughs> olive chives? I mean, it's, it's not It's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like traditional Spanish with these hip hop beats. It reminds me like Latin Rascal stuff in the 80s. I listened to this a ton. I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. I really liked what Sven said. I viewed it a different way, but you put it really well, Sven, where you said that since you aren't, 
listening to the lyrics because you can't understand it. It just becomes another instrument. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it was for me. To me, it was this woman with this beautiful, beautiful voice. It's kind of like listening to Italian opera. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to know what they're saying because it's automatically in your head. so beautiful. You can't even comprehend it. Mm -hmm. I was fucking blown away by how much I enjoyed this album. I'm not saying that the song The Weeknd was in was bad. But I don't know why he he didn't need to be in this. He didn't bring anything to the song. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. That was my only complaint. All four of us love this album. Wow. Yeah. The second track samples a British artist who goes under the name Burial, which I love and we, we will talk about on this podcast at some point. That was like, oh, she knows her shit. She knows music well mm. in very nuanced ways. Yeah. And so I think that's when I really was like, okay, now I'm allowing myself to like it because... Yeah, I have to retract my bagpipe statement too. I was that was a foot in the mouth. It's Gallican <laughs> bagpipes. That's northwestern that northwestern Spain. Country. They're both in Spain. For an American, that's impressive. That's some close. poor that's Catalonian fair. bagpipe yeah. players like oh right now. <laughs> Which, yeah. Um, I had a few favorite songs on this: Hentai, uh, Como Un G, La Comi Versace. Just so many beautiful tracks on here. I have an official music crush now. Opening track for me is the, I think because that's what hooked me. And mm. it's so Same. singular. I've never heard anything like that song. I agree. It's that that first one really hooked me and made me want to listen to the rest of it. Sven, favorite song. Like, I honestly don't know what people don't like about chicken teriyaki. Like, I. <laughs> it's just dumb. I like that. Anyway, too. I think it's. it's Hentai is probably actually my favorite, <laughs> but fine. I just had, to, so I had to stick beautiful. up for chicken. Hentai had, is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Motomami. Hey, we all loved. Let's go to the next album, which is Hellfire. Rachel, how did you like your car ride in hell? <laughs> That's very close to one of the songs that I wrote. Maybe if you were entering hell and you were like, yeah, I love big band music. And then the chorus came on and you were like, why does it feel like someone has taken an egg beater to my brain? That's what the song was. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely the soundtrack to hell. It was exactly what I thought it would be. It was good. It was fine. I appreciated the musicianship. So what, it was good. I, <laughs> I love that okay. Like I have in my notes, pretty fun overall. Rachel's got like <laughs> the soundtrack to hell. <laughs> it hurt my brain a little bit. I can't tell if it's fucking brilliant or just a complete train wreck mishmash of different ideas it sounds like best ideas from like mr bungle and zappa and primus and sonic mm -hmm. youth and a blender with some soy milk and some some ice wow. and a whole fuckload of meth and blended it up real meth. fast and you have like every <clears throat> single one of my yeah. call outs for seriously an artist. you yeah, like I, I mean i heard all of yeah. those in there zappa primus yeah. like the only other one that i had was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> did you look at how many I, instruments I, were on this album? No, but it, it was I insanity. Mean, That's what I mean about the egg beater. Like, like, there's so much shit going on. Yeah. It's hard to identify things. I tried to listen to this a lot through the year, and I would constantly make it four minutes in and mm -hmm. be like, nope, I can't do this. But then I started to get more into it. When I started to find little patches of like, mm -hmm. oh, oh, this is 
fucking brilliant. But I do remember one specific time where my daughter, I was late in getting her to gymnastics. And I remember getting in the car and I had like a mix on of all the albums I needed to listen to. And this came on. I had such a react, like a stressed out reaction. It made me almost have like a panic <laughs> attack. I'd fucking change it. <laughs> but it did. That's what I wrote. I wrote, if you were watching Dr. Seuss in hell, this yeah. is what you would. it is very mm. brilliant, but that doesn't mean that you can really yeah. get into it. Man, there's flashes on this where I haven't heard somebody ever do anything like this in a very good way. I had fun with this. It was a tough listen, but I found ways to make it fun. Yeah. I played this game called Find the Tempo. And <laughs> and every time I think I was winning, <laughs> there went the tempo. I'm also a huge fan of speak singing. He does a good job of it. Mm, yep, yep. It was like the jazziest trash can rolling down a stairs I've ever heard. That's good. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> we are really good with our descriptors on this. Sven, what was your favorite song on it? <laughs> uh, um, Close your eyes and pick Yeah, one. I mean, I don't know if it was the very end, 27 questions. 27 different parts yeah. of the song. It was hard. Rachel, what's your favorite song on it? Eat Men Eat. That's just the best title oh have you been doing your drinks by the way <laughs> yeah i don't know how i'm gonna drink all these drinks I I just coke. <laughs> <laughs> barry bramble truly that's the last two so two, far wait you've done we've only done two albums i know but no but i was drinking before <laughs> <You're> <laughs> thirsty. evil uh, what's your favorite song? uh i liked welcome to hell i think was probably my favorite same yeah, yeah welcome to hell is my favorite song let's go to our next album tov lows Dirt Femme. I remember like collecting ideas to submit and I saw this was pretty highly reviewed by a lot of outlets, a lot of media. And mm -hmm. I gave it kind of a cursory listen and I thought, huh, there might be something kind of special about this album. And then I sat down and listened to it more critically or deliberately. And I'm like, this is actually kind of terrible. Some weird special hell between Bjork and becoming a Kardashian. I don't know, man. I can't. It, I can see how some of the tracks would be really good dance music in a loud club when you're pouring alcohol down your throat and not really paying attention. When I listened to the lyrics, I'm like, just it faded for me pretty, pretty fast. I did not like this. I think the first time I listened to this was the, after the first time I had heard Moto Mommy. Mm -hmm. So this didn't stand a fucking chance. No. Um, <laughs> but even if not, like the lyrics to this are so fucking bad. Ugh. The writing is terrible. The best beat on the whole album is like at the very end. This remind me a lot of like a female weekend, but not good. It's. <laughs> What's up? I have like really good words for that. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I think there's too much alcohol in each cup. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> One of my comments on this was that a lot of these albums that we covered have this like 80s vibe, which is very popular right now yes. to sound like the 80s. This album is what a kid in the, that was born in the 90s thinks that the 80s sounded like. I've... And it is garbage. Yeah. This album is so... <laughs> fucking bad i i agree it's really bad i have, I have kind there of were, a similar sentiment that i'll talk about later on a different album but yeah i'm not here for this album at all hard to find love in a bar suburbia is one of the oh my god it's so stupid uh spend what did you think of it <laughs> i kind of liked it all right <laughs> I mean, that's what I love about Sven, though, is I can shit on an album yep. for five minutes and he'll be like, actually, this it's album's pretty yeah, good. It's, good. I mean, it's TikTok and meme music. This is the shit that's going to be yeah. the soundtrack oh, for, for TikTok. Sure. 
got a lot of cool like arp and simp like these cool arpeggio synthy things and i don't know i'm not repulsed by it as much as you guys are i suppose oh. mm-hmm. well all right yeah. sorry let's start with evil what's your favorite song on the album to die for and call on me would both be the musically would be danceable but when she's singing it no one dies for love doesn't if those were just instrumental tracks they'd be good dance yeah. music the no one dies for love thing that was my favorite but i didn't like it rachel david uh, i'm gonna say to die for you because she used numbers the title of the song <laughs> and that's just clever <laughs> what's your favorite song I, I guess now it's to die for yes <laughs> um, but like i was gonna <laughs> I mean, no. did, can you? Re- I, I have no idea what she's saying on any of this. It might as well have been a Spanish album. She's pretty blunt with her. I didn't want to have a kid, but I had a kid, and I'm not upset. <laughs> <She sounded> like, <laughs> I don't know. This album sucks. Uh, let's go to God's Country by Chatpile. Fuck. I'm gonna start this. I listened to this a lot one day. I had a bunch of delays in Dallas-Fort Worth, and for some reason it was fitting for that to be where I was first listening to this, just walking around. There's some sort of big, humongous depression about listening to this. This is their debut album. What I love is the concept. Chat pile thing, the fragment of silicious rock limestone and dolomite waste rejected in the lead zinc (laughs) milling operations that accompanied mining in the first half of the 20th century caused all this cancer and all these small mining towns and shit. This term is way overused, but I feel like a band like this, it's justified when you call it sludge. Mm. This feels like what sludge should be to me. It reminded me a lot of Daughters. Yep. It's deranged. You hear Primus in there every once in a while. This is a witty album. I don't love it. There's a lot of it I have a hard time with, but there are parts I think are really amazing that get stuck in my head. Sven, did you listen to Chapile? What the fuck? (laughs) That is my reaction and still is. Mm -hmm. By the time I got done with the Grimace song... At the end of it, yeah, what the I was fuck? terrified. I <laughs> yeah. am terrified. It was a very intense listen. There was some interesting social commentary. Yep. Did you say witty? Was that your word for it? Yeah, I think it's a really smart witty? album. I think it's... V- yeah, yeah. I'd second that. It's not something that I'm going to regularly go back and listen to, though. Yeah. Rachel. David. What'd you think of Chat Pile? I didn't... I didn't like it. <laughs> I think you have to say um, it like that from now every on. Every time. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. I totally picked this for you as your favorite, it, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who remembers that far I back? I definitely would not have said Charlie Essig. The band self-identifies as a noise rock sub-genre that is right on the fucking head. It was just, I just. <laughs> uh, evil. I want to know what you thought of Chat Pile. <laughs> I remember skimming it a while ago and being like, I I really need to listen to this album because I think I'm going to absolutely yeah. love it. And I sat down, I listened to it, and I'm like, there is Pig Destroyer meets Isis with Paul Bearer production. <gasps> and I'm like, I'm fawning over it. And then I listened to it more and more, and it just kind of fell apart for me. Mm. And what you see as witty, I see as like overly serious and corny lyrically. 
And I just, I've heard way too many other bands do this so much better. Mm. It didn't age well with me. It's musically, I enjoy it, but it just, it's too much of a drag. And oh my God. Until it got to the end. It's and such then, a drag. Then the last, the last track kind of, the last track is like tongue in cheek and silly, which gives away what my favorite is. Um, but one of my paragraphs here was David Soapbox Time. This song, Why, is on the nose to a fault for me. These songs from musicians piss me off. If you mm-hmm. feel this way, you shouldn't be a musician. You should be a civil rights lawyer or something dedicating your life to better the homeless epidemic. These songs don't do anything. That was yes. Th- there was yes. a lot of that in this album. That song and that song is what where it started. Wasn't that the like the w- there are people that don't have ho- well it was yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. so like, do something about it uh, anyway I I agree tropical beaches I think was my favorite I do love that that it's the sound of a fucking gun thing that was there was Sven what about you the grimace JPEG. <laughs> Something, what, what the fuck was it the called? The song about him having Grimace a bad trip and thinking Grimace was going to murder him, it's, yeah. Yeah. Grimace underscore smoking underscore weed dot JPEG. Like- Everybody but me, I like the tropical beaches. <laughs> Let's go to our next album, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future by Denzel Curry Sven. Lead us off. This is a fucking double album, wasn't it? Did we get like bonus points for this shit? Uh, was this one? Was this one a was double it? album? No. It could have been if you found listen to it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I listened to it twice. No, I thought it was cool. Beat production was cool. This guy had some folks produce and featured and guest on his shit that I thought were really awesome. Mm-hmm. Like Kenny Beats, awesome to see him there. My one of my favorite bass players. Yeah, Thundercat. Thundercat. Yep. Um, JPEG Mafia. I don't know. There's. This wasn't as congealed from track to track to track. Things changed enough that this felt like it could have just been a collection of a bunch of singles. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see what you're um, saying. Yeah. Non-cohesive. Lyrically, I think he was trying to hold it all together. Sometimes I get into his flow. Sometimes I felt like it was just not my thing. That could just be my ear. I agree. And I don't want to, because there are people that are very young that are very good at their job. He is still in his 20s, so I thought his lyrics were a little immature compared to the other. There was a lot of uh, drugs, money, you know, regular bitches and hoes sort of stuff. And so I think that I kind of agree with you in that flow wasn't so great on it. He's very, very talented, but I think that my standards are super, super, super high. In this year, in 2022... I've found more hip hop albums that I really love than I have in probably the last 20 years. God Don't Make Mistakes, J.I.D.'s Forever Story, this album. We'll talk about something else a little later. I loved it. I thought it was not as creative as J.I.D.'s album, but it was easier for me just to just put on and listen to start to finish. I like this album more consistently. And And I agree with all of the criticisms that you guys have put forward i think those are accurate but i i I like this album a lot full disclosure denzel curry won me over a while ago because he covered (laughs) he covered bulls on parade and it was awesome fucking amazing and and i just i like i'm going to watch this young gentleman's career with great (laughs) interest and and he has not disappointed me i think this album's great Mm -hmm. we've talked a lot this year about early 90s hip-hop and a lot of de la soul vibes and old kickbacks and 
it just flows. I agree that in a lot of spots, the lyrics aren't great, but I think it's better than a lot of hip hop. I think he's smart. I think there's great hooks. He does have really smart verses dealing with protesting and black relations and COVID and just living in poor black communities. Yeah, I am depressed. So I do drink and I smoke weed just like everybody else I know because life sucks. So fucking what do you want to do about it? I like that. It's cool to hear somebody just admit, yeah, life fucking sucks. That's why I drink and I smoke. It's not because I'm a badass. It's just it's refreshing coming from a rapper Mm. kind of same thing as evil i've had my eye on denzel curry for a while this wasn't as good as i thought it'd be production wise i think it's incredible i love the whole early 90s beat thing Mm -hmm. that's going on here sven what's your favorite song probably i don't know i think mental um yeah final answer yeah that's good mental i want to clarify that i don't think this is a bad getting really drunk guys <laughs> uh, this was a very good album you know how hard i worked for this the award that she's gonna god damn it ain't no way i think it's a good song as i told my cigarette which i don't even smoke mm. walking is the shit i fucking love that song it's great demon 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 that there was some stuff in that track that just, I was like, this kid is good. I, I like him a lot. I had two favorites. It was that yeah. one and The Last. Mm-hmm. I thought The Last was such a good hook. Lyrics are great. Uh, yeah, good job, Denzel Curry. You're going to grow. You're going to do better. But good job. It's already doing pretty damn good. He's doing good. really good. Yeah. We are going to take a quick break, and we are going to be right back. Miss you guys. We are back, and guess what, people? We've got two minutes of metal by none other than Evil Jimmy. Anytime you're ready, Evil, give us two minutes of 2022 metal. Oh, I didn't write down one of the albums. (laughs) Um, I've talked about the Halo Effect quite a bit. We even talked about it in an episode. I love the Halo Effect. It's old school melodic death metal, the Gothenburg stuff from the 90s that I love. Absolutely amazing. Cave-In released an album. Mm. Holy shit, is it good. They've been one of my favorite bands for a very long time. Their bass player tragically passed away in a flaming car accident. But the guy they replaced him with is the perfect replacement. They're one of these bands that kind of cross-pollinate. They all play together in different bands. Revocation, kids don't try this at home. It is extreme metal and it's fucking awesome. Machine Head released one of the best albums of their career. And Vogue from Decapitated is playing with Machine Head. That's why it's so good. (laughs) Decapitated also put out an album this year. Soilwork put out an album this year. Also tragically lost uh, one of their members, um, which sucks, but Soilwork, one of my favorite bands, great album zeal and ardor that feels like it was forever ago God, we talked does. about it earlier this year if you're into heavy music listen to cult of luna's album the long road north some new stuff ibaraki's rashomon i think is what it's called then in prison erebus awesome dream Bueno. yeah fallujah empyrean i haven't listened to that yet allegion damn them i haven't listened to that yet arch enemy Crowbar, Animals as Leaders, Amon Amarth, Soulfly, Arcway Soulfly. Tribe, Rammstein, 
Creator, Behemoth, Voivod, Meshuga, Lamb of God, Ozzy Osbourne put out a fucking album, Slipknot, Korn, holy shit. The Meshuga was <laughs> good. Fucking chill out, 2022. <laughs> the Meshuga is always good. And that's Evil's Two Minutes of Metal. Let's keep going with some hard rock-ishness Ish. and talk about otherness by who, Rachel? Alex is on fire. <laughs> Alexa, play other matter. <laughs> I said that there's a really good variety of screaming to singing. People had really good things to say about it. I kind of sounded like if Nickelback was good. I mean, that's not an insult. You're saying it's yeah. good. No, it is they good. It could be better. It's good. Do you love this album? Is mm. it your favorite? I'm give away. Just whisper it. <laughs> I've listened to this album a bunch this year. Oh. It is squarely in my wheelhouse. I don't dislike their catalog. But I'm not like a huge fan. There's something about this album that I just really dig. Wow. This is where we part ways. I think this album sucks ass. I <laughs> The opening is good. It's got this kind of like semi-2000s emo thrash thing, but more Southern. There's cool shit on here, like mm -hmm. really cool shit. But this is so one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. And that's what I kept going back to is I just kept hearing the same shit. Reverse the Curse. There are songs like that that work really well. But I just, a lot of the sound to me was really dull in the worst way possible. I feel like you always make me go after you when you're going to shit, shit on, on because <laughs> you know I'm going to redeem it. I liked it. It was psychedelic, yeah. proggy, post-hardcore. Like track two. How could you not like track two? At least I thought you would have liked that one. Like it's got a very Lane Staley quality yeah. to the like sung it, vocals. How the dare whole you? like oh, I'm not a huge connoisseur of screaming vocals. I appreciate them time to time. It was on point in this album. They were clear, full sounding. Guitars on this album were awesome. They were. World they Stops Turning were. for me was like an epic jam. I'm giving it thumbs up. What's your favorite on this album? What's your favorite fucking song, Rachel? Sorry. <laughs> Evil, what's your favorite song on this album? I agree with Sven. Sweet Dreams of Otherness is a great track. Mm, it's got yeah. some like, that sound was my favorite timing song. to it. It's fantastic, but Committed to the Con, the opener is Committed to the is Con my... is good. I did like Reverse the Curse, and that is Otherness. Let's go to Cave World by the Viagra Boys. Evil. What did you think about this one? It grew on me. The more I listened to this, the more I dug it. Like it, society, it's, be a it's like got this serious tone to it, but the music is quirky and yeah, it, it's still fun. I don't know. I I like this. I will probably listen to this more and more. Yeah. Exact same for me. Took me a long time to get into this. It did. I yes. think one of the big tells for me, and I've talked about this before, is my music guru is my uncle. He loves this album so much. And so I kept giving it a chance. And yeah, essentially, it's so quirky and unique. Tom Waits meets Ween meets They Might Be Giants. It's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I listened to it a ton of times, and yeah, and I'm I'm liking it. More you know and what more this reminds more. me of? The South Park, what? but for post punk rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's groovy, it's synthy, it's post punk. It makes fun of all the right shit. It pushes things to like mm -hmm. perspectives to the extreme. Like it was a fun listen. Um, I like this. It sounded uh sounded like Joy Division to me a little bit. Ooh. No, really? Um, I had written that down around uh troglodyte. 
And then I wrote play disorder, and then you can argue with me. Argue. Do those things. You're a troglodyte. It was good, though. I would say that it has Mm -hmm. a very genuine punky feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's your favorite song on this? It is troglodyte. There's something about it. It gives me the vibe of a rocked out version of the soundtrack that Mike Mothersbaugh did for Steve Zissou, The Life Aquatic. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not David Bowie. Um, No, it's not David Bowie. You ain't no ape. You're just a troglodyte. That's just funny. That's my daughter and I have been walking around the house for like a week now, going leave society be. <laughs> uh, Sven, oh what's your favorite God, song? Troglodyte and Rachel yep. too. Yeah, everybody but me. Everybody loves it. He goes to work on his computer. A monkey. Yeah. <laughs> um. I Walked With You A Ways by Planes. Fuck yes. And, uh, I'm the one that starts. Production on this album is incredible. Yeah. Like fucking incredible. Every banjo pluck, every drum mic, every guitar strum is so fucking perfect on this. It's like a less 90s, more authentic Dixie Chicks. Mm. Um, no. It's like literally what I wrote was really? like the chicks because oh they're, they're just not, chicks now there's no dixie like the chicks but more country less pop rock what the fuck ever they're the fucking dixie chicks i wrote this is grace potter and the nocturnals filtered <laughs> through the dixie chicks <laughs> we all made the connection not me unfortunately i don't love the lead singer's voice she's not a bad singer mm-hmm. i just don't love her voice but other than that this is a solid album bunch of gals that grow up listening to like Shiana Twain and the Judds. It's it's just good. It's good shit. It's not something I'll listen to a bunch, but I I fucking dug it. Uh, Sven, Fuck what yeah. about you? You get a little bit of that Shania, like you just said, some Martina McBride, the chicks, like we did Dixie Chicks, whatever you want to call them. Everything is so crisp and clear. It's so clean. As you said, yeah. the production is so awesome on this. Harmonies, the like the chords, the harmonies are so tight. I got stuck on this one. It was hard to move past and get to the next song. I played this one a awesome. ton. I did not make the connection with all of these country bands that y'all made. I oh. made a connection with Fleetwood Mac. I really like this. I, it's funny because I made that connection with a different mm. album that we're going to talk about later. Interesting. Mm. Billy Woods. Um, <laughs> I thought this was really good cooking background music. It's not something that I'm going to listen to again, but. Killed evil. You broke evil. <laughs> so why, I mean, for somebody that's so big in the Dixie Chicks and like the kind of the 90s. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Is this just not fake country enough for you? No, oh. it seemed. I feel like I like a lot of like pop country. Country. Oh, this is too authentic. And this is too authentic for me. Get the banjos out of here. <laughs> we need a song. Never mind. Uh, evil. What do you, you think about this? All of the things that you all said, except for Rachel, are true. Uh, <laughs> so well produced, so well executed. I suffer from a trauma from my youth where my mom told me that when I was older, I would like country music. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. No, I won't. And I don't (laughs) like country music that much. And so this is not my thing. This is one where I listen to a couple of tracks. I'm like, this is really good at what it's doing, but it's not for me. And we have 20 albums to go through and I'm not going to listen to the rest of this one. So I'll let you guys praise it for what it is. Because I do think it's good. It's just not my thing. Makes sense. My favorite song is Hurricane. Uh, That song is fucking fantastic i really liked this it's actually same here it's not something that i'm really going to listen to much but i really liked this it was well done yeah 
it's I definitely respected. I almost picked Hurricane. It feels like something that I would want to be a part of and actually yeah. like play on. But mm-hmm. I think my favorite was Last Two on Earth. I don't know. Laid back and almost anthem-like about it. Yeah. I'm going to say I walked you a ways. It kind of, it just was a really good way to end the album. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of love that about it. I did love No Record of Wrongs. That kind of sounded like Portion for Foxes, a little Rilo Kylie to me. Next up, I Love You, Jennifer B. by Jockstrap. Ah, Sven, Sven, yeah. what you got? Dude, if Billie Eilish was more hardcore and less pop. Um, I think it was pretty awesome. I liked it a lot. The sampling in it was nuts. The production is insane. I wish I would have had more time with this one. Mm. This was one of the ones I listened just like on a commute. A lot Mm. of these I had to listen to like between like my house and a gig or my house and a meeting or like my house in Ontario, (laughs) Oregon, because Idaho's fucking stupid. And (laughs) this was one of those. I'm going to go back and listen to it a bunch more because I remember liking it. I have eggnog in my cup now. Oh, gross. Sorry. You know how to settle your stomach after a long night of drinking? Eggnog. Pour some a eggnog lot. in there. <laughs> you should also have some yeah. sweets and some milk. <laughs> Jennifer B. by Jockstrap. I was a big fan of this. It sounds a little bit like doing LSD. It had kind of a Regina Spector vibe to it. And also the ending kind of sounded like opera recorded in a bathroom. <laughs> There's a lot about it that I really liked. I've never found anything recorded in a bathroom bathroom that i did not agreed i don't think it's fair to do a quick fire-ish review of this album Uh, yeah interesting Hmm. i think this album might be genius oh yeah (gasps) i need way more time to figure that out yeah two weeks i don't i don't know what my favorite song would be i don't i just know i need way more time with this it's so experimental it's so creative is this well-reviewed? Is this like a... Yes. Like, is it? Yeah. Okay. Because it should be. Yeah. What is the band that everyone's fawning over? The black something, something, something. The black bluegrass stupid chicken, whatever. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about ants from up there? Yes. They're all just playing hipster chicken with each other. Black no Country, one wants to admit. Yes. I will be the first to admit that album is not good. Now you can all be <laughs> honest with each other over it. Let it go. Love the honesty. Let it go. The influences are very obvious here. I hear a lot of Beck. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of Portishead. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of Wham. Yes. God damn. Weird orchestral pitch changes. Really cool, like radio heady stuff. I love the warmth and the filter changes and things. They're just, yeah, you're right. They're doing different shit. There are times where I do think it's a weakness on this album. There's a lot of old Casio keyboard. Wait, here's a demo noise. Let's put that in here. Here's a demo noise. Let's put that in here. There was a little bit of that that I was like, okay, let's stop being hipsters and get on with the song. But I agree. I think it was a really good album. I'm with you. I need more time on this. I can't figure out like the random key changes and things like that. Is this brilliant or is this just musicians? Hey, let's be edgy and put a change right here. I can't, I can't figure it out. My favorite song is Neon, the very first song. I wrote that it is beautiful, dark, open musings backed by the original Zelda soundtrack from, the <laughs> Ninten- from Nintendo. I went with the one that's probably like closest to a ballad. What's it all about? There's just something about the mm. way it just has this roundness and fullness. And I said concrete over water. That's a good song. I really like that one. I don't know. Hmm. There's so much that's going fine. on in this album. I I really don't know. I need more time. To TBD. Let's go to Heroes by The Midnight. Rachel, starting with you. 
I struggle with this one. This was a suggestion by me. I saw them at ACL. They were so good live. Going from hearing a band that was fucking amazing in person to recorded, I really struggled with. I did not love this album. I thought it was really good, but having them be so good in person made me expect more out of this album, I think, and it did not deliver in the way I wanted it to. It's like 2022 Rick Springfield with about 40% <laughs> less testosterone. Ooh, yeah. So right up your alley. <laughs> I didn't dislike listening to it. I listened to it the first time on a walk with the dog, and I always feel good when I'm walking the dog, so I had endorphins going, so I'm like, this isn't bad. <laughs> and then I sit down and listen to it. I'm like, it's not good, though. And so I'm kind of there with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I am a big... I fucking love Synthwave. It's been one of my favorite genres for probably about 10 years now. I really feel that there are two types of synth wave right now in this very much of an oversaturation that we're dealing with. One of the types that is synth wave, it's something intangible. It's this dark, mysterious representative of this subculture that doesn't really exist, but that you want to be in. Mm. It's a place where people drive through the desert on mescaline and nothing bad happens, and couples make love on stars, and people wear power gloves to help them through life. It's bat country. It's bat country mixed with Blade Runner. That is good synthwave. And then there is the other synthwave that are hipsters trying to be that, and it is the worst yeah. fucking form of art in the world, and this is that. I fucking hate this album so much. Sorry. Uh, Honestly, I heard them in person. They were fantastic. And then I listened to this album and I was like, everybody's going to hate oops. me for putting this album on this list. And I'm sorry. I don't, no, I don't hate you at all for putting it on the. I mean, shit, it's music. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not, not great, though. It's not. There's so much uh, better you know, than this, I promise. At the top of my notes, I wrote, tell me more about this. Because I didn't. I'm like, is this something a fan submitted or is this a band that listens to the it podcast? Was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we haven't gotten to Sven yet. We haven't sure. gotten to yeah. Mr. Positivity. Yeah, do my duty. <laughs> I agree with your observation or your comment about the, the types of synth wave and this is possibly a copycat. I like how full this album sounds. This is an album that I think you can only appreciate with headphones on. All the tracks are spread pretty wide stereo. For me, it was very much like a cool mm audio sensory experience all in all it's not the awesomest album it's not the worst rachel what's your favorite song on heroes uh change your heart or die they were all subpar i'm just pointing my eyes and <laughs> <laughs> pointing my eyes pointing my eyes uh i think it's brooklyn friday love yeah. that's the one where i got the rick springfield yes vibe that's Ooh, where i made that sounds like sven is that your well, got, the horn saved it for me too? Yeah. I think. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't pick. A, I don't give a shit. I really. <laughs> I really <laughs> That's I fair. did not like this album. Sorry. No, you stop being sorry. Don't sorry ever be it. sorry for recommending an album. We're gonna like albums or not gonna like albums. It doesn't make anybody right or wrong. This is proving to be a very long album, friend episode. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Are back. We, oh. Hey, we got another special something for you, and it's gonna be really special. Shots. <laughs> We've got Rachel's two-minute bang. 
It's my turn already. It sure is. <laughs> Let's bang. There you go. Rachel, tell us about the pop music of 2022. Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Blackpink, Harry Styles, mm-hmm. Beyonce. I'm going to start from not my favorite to If you start with Beyonce, better. I'm going to cry. <sighs> You're going to oh start with Beyonce. Really? I'm go cry on a court. God damn it. This is Beyonce's seventh studio album. This is being hailed as her best album ever. People love this album. Peaked at number one in 14 countries. I thought it was a little overproduced. I thought there were too many cooks in the kitchen with it. The songs kind of had that feel of like this was created for TikTok. Harry Styles. Love him. He's handsome. He's so talented. Unfortunately, this falls under, again, under that TikTok stuff (laughs) that I am just not a fan of. Like, it's just... It's too earwormy, it's too catchy, and it's too overplayed. I wrote white bitches love Harry Styles, and they do. (laughs) He's great. Uh, Pink Venom. So this album, they have like a total of 20 songs ever that have been put out, so not a lot. I have a David Crosby Matt Award. I was quite disappointed when I first listened to Pink Venom, said Alex Lee, age 10. The lyrics sounded very lazily written, (laughs) underwhelming, and boring. Alex, fuck off. This is what this is what Blackpink does. It's all catchy. It's all great. Finally, we're gonna hit up T Swift. The first time I listened to it, I was like, ah. it's not very different from anything she's put out before. But I do have to say, I got a little bit of Stockholm's after listening to it repeatedly. I do think that it is going to fall into that super overplayed bits of music that I am going to learn how to hate. That's what I have for pop music. So do you like any of them? Rachel hates pop music <laughs> in, 2022. in 2020. I'm kind of impressed. It almost. was all exactly what I expected out of these artists. Let's go to our next album, Blue Rev by Alves. Alves? Alves. Alves. I, I looked up the genre Canadian indie pop. Oh, that's right up Evil's Alley. They sound exactly <laughs> like that description. It's fine. It's not my vibe. I could see this band having a rabid following. This album is extremely highly reviewed. I know, I know. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to be diplomatic about this. It's not dynamic to me. It's sort of Canadian indie pop rock. I mean, <laughs> it's what it is. It's what it is. It's so unoffensive. It's so very that. And it's good for them. I'm saying exactly what Evil just said in that I have kind of been the boy who cried one dimensional this year, but there is so much fucking one dimensional music this year. There's so much. I've said it way too much and it's not always fair. Bands are bands and just because they have their own sound doesn't make them one dimensional. But this album is one dimensional. Holy shit. (laughs) It's so one dimensional. I swear to God. The vocals are the same two notes for like 50 fucking minutes. I wouldn't have not liked this so much if it wasn't so highly reviewed, but people love this album. I know. I get it. I hear the influences. I hear like Jesus and Mary Chain and the Cardigans, and I don't understand. None of those bands are that good. (laughs) (laughs) The Cardigans are so good. Fuck the Cardigans. I love Jesus and Mary Chain, but I digress. I think this is my I don't get it album. It's like power pop meets indie jam band. I like it for a very specific personal reason. It's nostalgic in a way because 
The whole album has a feel that reminds me of a lot of bands I've seen while drinking pitchers of cheap beer at the Neuralux. This has a very much like local mm, voice. Nice. I know it's a Canadian band. When I think of Neuralux, I think more of Archers of Loaf. Yeah. Ratty. Punk, but I feel like the last punk, few years like, as a tree fort venue, this is, I don't know. It just, it's a, it's, it's like a lot of the indie bands that play little shows and little clubs. Here's what I wrote. Some people got together and said, hey, you have an instrument. I have an instrument. Let's do music. I'm bored. <laughs> Hey, that was like the first band I ever was in was like that. That's kind of how every band is. <laughs> that was gonna say that's every <laughs> I, I didn't like it. This guy's these guys <laughs> Please edit this. These guys won a Juno for best uh alternative album. People thinking it's it's this fantastic album because this last one was great, then they think this one's gonna be fantastic. And it was just not. It was real boring. Evil, what's your favorite song? I hate on this? all you guys. We love you. I guess uh, pharmacist. I guess because the rest of them sound just like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite song is pressed. I guess if I was pressed to pick a song, <laughs> there are good things that I can hear in this, but I don't fucking get it. It's this is the Cure. If the Cure had the lamest mm. fucking lead vocalist yeah. ever. Uh, lottery. Lottery noises. You were, that was, you know, you liked it. Rachel, did you have a favorite song on this? My favorite song is Many Mirrors because it sounds like music from dumb 80s movies. Dumb 80s. (laughs) Let's go to our next album, which is Crash by Charlie X. Yeah. (sighs) I'm starting this one out. This isn't good. This is boring. It's good production. It slaps. I don't care. It's, that doesn't make it good. It goes along with the deep, deep saturation of bad synth wave. It is a female Justin Timberlake in a bad way. Ooh. It is songs like Lightning are so stupid. But if you're in the right mood, they are fun. Dancing 80s pop synth that isn't good. It is literally her trying to be David Byrne yelling Lightning, but she doesn't know what or who that is. <laughs> there might be the worst lyrics of the year on this. Here's okay. I got a story. This album is deceptive in that it could be seen as good. And I'm just going to explain to you guys why. If any of you think this is good, I'm going to explain to you why it's not. It's it's basically because you're drunk. You're drunk. There's a specific story I have when I was in the Navy where we went off to, we were in uh, Malaysia, actually. We were in, uh, yeah, we were in Singapore. My neck of the woods. And we went, we got rip-roaring drunk off Tiger Beer, had a great night. At one point, we were in a club and this music was playing and I was like, what is this? Bam. So I get up the next day, and before I go back to the ship, I go buy the album. See, the problem was I was wasted in a fucking club. And that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is how you end up with a tattoo album. <laughs> this is exactly that type of music. <laughs> I like right. that kind of music, and I'll agree that that is exactly the kind of music this is. Uh, I'm a sucker for it, though. One man's trash is another man's funk pop. Um, the production's awesome. I get so into how it's put together that I don't care about substance. And I definitely don't listen to Charlie XCX for content and substance. <laughs> a lot of the music that I love to listen to and put on all the time is exactly that. It's things that I don't have to 
care about, listen to. I love the space yeah. that the mix creates in this album. There's a lot of this like reverby space. It's got a nice floaty feel for a dance album. A DJ having fun and then someone that can have some voice that floats over everything. I think that's how this music is made. I think the lyrics were great. Do I don't know. Like, uh, you're full of shit. This was fucking fabulous um i wrote down that this is fine for club music but outside of that it is not worth anyone's time at all oh, i thought you were ever. serious no not at all this is <laughs> did not enjoy this what i want she ain't got it she don't <laughs> that's true <laughs> my favorite song on this is beg for you i like the chord progression it's like the in this shirt which is you're gonna get a good pop banger anytime that you do that yeah. also as a guy that travels a lot the thought of a hot girl singing about being sad when you leave for the airport i'm, I'm okay with that sven what about you i like good ones i just liked yuck because of all of the words that she rhymed with the word yuck <laughs> i think she was very creative B, C, D, E, F. Um, <laughs> I, actually, <you> know, <laughs> I actually thought New Shapes was catchy, even though I mocked it. I mean, it they're all there. catchy. It's manufactured that way. Yeah. yeah. Factory farmed pop music. It's our favorite kind. <laughs> Let's go to our next album, Closure slash Continuation by Porcupine Tree. I didn't like it. I was moist and all that stuff. Um, you were. But I thought it was too long. It was <laughs> just another COVID album. And I didn't think it was anything fabulous. It was, I got bored. I'm sorry. Stop apologizing. Rhymes with yuck. I'm sorry. Rhymes with yuck. Evil. Listen. Listen. It's porcupine tree. Most people are going to listen and be there and be like, what and then music nerds are going to geek out over it in some way if you're Sven you like the production if you're me you I like Porcupine Tree I don't like everything that they do but I mean those drums yeah that, he is so good it's music nerd music and they know it in their catalog it's an, it's an okay album it's not in absentia which I love it's not fear of a blank planet which I love it's Porcupine Tree. I don't know. This one, like Porcupine Tree. <laughs> I love the intro. Who's that, drunk now? Yeah. Well, I've been trying to compete, but you've made it a challenge. <laughs> Rad slap bass groove. I like prog rock, so I'm going to like this. Took me a while to digest. This is one I had to listen to a few times, and I already forgot about it because my short-term memory has been damaged severely by life choices that I have made. Um, there's a lot of stuff packed into closure slash continuation dream theater stuff. There's like this minstrelly, folky kind of sounding things. Lots of good 60s and 70s throwback riffs. Not at all the moist, saturated thing that I'm going to repeat here in just a minute when we get to the next album thank you for letting me redo that <laughs> my first sentence that i wrote on this was oh hello primus oh hello tool oh hello cave-in i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say evil likes this <laughs> 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 it's porcupine tree it, it, it's the first song it's almost like shoegaze if it wasn't mm. for the drums yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The first time I heard The New Day, I was on a jog in this beautiful part of Vancouver on this boggy Washington morning with the sun rising. It was very perfect. That left an impression. The song Dignity Evil, you know, a little bit of influence I heard it was a little bit of uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Well, that's ironic because <laughs> I have a David Crosby Met Award for this. Here a bit. <laughs> yeah, It's great. There's a little too many twists and turns for the yeah. sake of having twists and turns for me. I, yeah. It's really hard I for me to stay focused. If you just want drums, <laughs> I just want to listen to a drum album. Turn this album on. You will mm. be Dude. fucking gobsmacked. Yeah. The drums are incredible in this album. Evil, why don't you read us a review and give us your favorite song? This is by user who goes by the handle Returns, which will make sense here in a little bit. Top 10 worst humans. Oh. Number 20. This is top 10 worst humans. Number 20, (laughs) Jeffrey Dahmer. Number 19, that douchebag that yelled at me in the store for bumping into him (laughs) by accident. How was I supposed to see you when you were turning around, when you were standing right behind me like a creep, asshole? (laughs) Number 18, Akon. (laughs) Number 17, Hitler. Number 16, Epic Crap Battles of Shitstery. 15, Vlad the Impaler. Number 14, Mark. Number 13. Yeah, fuck you, Mark. (laughs) Both Marks that listen to this. Oh, not Mark. Number 12, Burger King. The rest of the Marks suck. The Witch Doctor. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bing, bang. bang. Uh, Number 10, superhero movies. Number nine, Brad said that Ween's song Bumblebee sucks. Screw you, Brad. Please review the album still, though. Looking forward to it. Uh, Number eight, Caligula. Number seven, Hmm. Little Dick Dash Earth. Number six, people who cheer when a dog survives in a movie. Uh, Number seven, Joseph Mengele. Number four, that bitch that left me. I'm sorry, please come back. I promise to put you on the best humans list. Not above returns. Number three, my five-year-old brother asked me how ice cream men make money during other seasons since they don't sell ice cream. And I convinced him that they are a different species of humans, that they only live for three months during the summer, and then they lay their eggs and die, and other ice cream men are born next summer. Number two, the guy who killed my parents. Number one, Jesus Christ. Porky Swine Trash. This album sucks. Wow. <laughs> you know, the guy had me until about six or seven, and then he kind of showed he's trying way too hard. Kind of brought it back a little bit on the, the second one. <laughs> like, that's, um, oh, yeah. What's your favorite song in this, Evil? Rats Return. That's a jam. I like Rats Return. My favorite is Herd Culling. Uh, 90, was my, 90% yeah, sure yeah, it's because anytime you have the phrase herd calling in a song, it's going to be yeah, fucking badass. Uh, evil, uh, friend Sven, what's your favorite <laughs> song? It's going to take me a few more listens to pick and narrow it down. I don't like it. I don't want to pick a song. <laughs> you, you know, you know what I mean? Let's get to Surrender by Maggie Rogers. Oh, so moist. Friend. I love how saturated this whole album sounds. Like every track is dripping wet. Mm. Gross. And like the, there's this. <laughs> it's moist. It's a moist album. That's the best way I can describe it. There's like this overdrive quality, the way things are panned. The vocals have such a velvety texture. You could probably touch it and pet it if 
you were on acid. Um, That's really pretty. Other than that, <laughs> cool effect. Again, another good one to listen to with headphones, I feel mm. like. Rachel. Maggie Rogers, the love child of Sarah Bareilles and Carol King. I found this yeah. great. Very good. <laughs> it was moist and warm. Uh, this is their s- her second studio album. Uh, it was another one with a lot of 80s banger vibes to it, but it was chill and I enjoyed it. Not offensive. And anyway, <laughs> evil. I guess she's just passing it off to me here. Um, the, like the news anchor. <clears throat> Here's my thought process she, she watching, it. Or watching, listening to this. Me, oh good, black and white photo of a chick with short hair and bangs. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Sigh, listens. Wait, fuck. This is actually kind of good. I'm actually enjoying this. Fuck, I might be an idiot. Looks her up, watches Pharrell tearing up listening to a song and saying, I have no notes for this. That's basically how good it is. Oh, yeah, I am an idiot. Mm -hmm. She's super talented. I like this album. It's saturated. (laughs) And and moist. (laughs) Moist. (laughs) So, yeah, I've been following Maggie Rogers since most of you that listen is probably know. But, yeah, there was a master class with Pharrell where he went to what NYU or Juilliard or wherever she was, where Mm -hmm. he listened to the kind of the thesis of the senior students talk to them about the songs they did and Maggie Rogers was one of them you watch it playing and you see Pharrell going through the emotions of Mm. holy fucking shit and it gets done and everybody claps and Pharrell says I I have no notes for this you're your own thing she came out with that album in 18 or 19 or whatever it's heard in a past life it's fantastic uh wasn't as impressed with this fantastic production maybe it's just not my thing right now the bass synth is fantastic through this whole album her message this whole it's i'd rather hear the wind than the song i'm supposed to know by some fucking bro you have your career thanks to pharrell maggie rogers he's he's one of those fucking bros Mm. like i don't know it's it's good it's just maybe not my thing sven what's your favorite song on this oh anywhere with you rachel what's yours uh shatter I don't know if I have a favorite yet. Horses stood out to me. I don't think it's my favorite, but that's the one that stood out. I'd have to listen to it more. Begging for Rain is mine. Very pretty. Love the guitar production. Just absolutely outstanding. Are we all thumbs upping this? Are we? I, I liked we, it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems predominantly I'm positive. I'm thumbs upping it. Uh, next album, yes. Dragon, Newborn Mountain, I Believe in You by Big Thief. Rachel. Mm, I didn't care for it. All right. Honestly, I didn't. What? No. Evil. First track, I'm like, this sounds exactly what I expected from a band, and I'll name that. <laughs> yep. And then track two, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, I kind of like this song. I like track two a lot. And then track three, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is this like King Gizzard's full catalog and an <laughs> album? <laughs> and then I look, and I'm like, this is an hour and 20 minutes of this bullshit. Like, wh- how many genres are they going to cram into this album? I... All of them. (laughs) Yeah. It is ambitious. I will say that. Mm -hmm. I like some of it. Some of it I don't, but it's ambitious. I am a huge Adrienne Lenker fan who she's the lead singer and lead writer of this stuff. I've been following her for however long she, I think she came out like eight years ago or 10 years ago or something like that. I've always loved her writing. This is country and then it's not country. And then suddenly it's Fleetwood Mac. And then it's, Mm -hmm. there it is. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. there you go. I knew it. The guitar work, the drums, it's unbelievable. Tons of brilliance, 
tons of unnecessary four minutes of meandering of the same thing, nonsensical guitar with no growth, no plateau, just mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. That's the big thing. You know, songs like Heavy Bend, which is the same two bars over and over and over. And then it gets intriguing. And then and then there's a brilliant loop. And then it's more... It, I think what makes this album not great is it doesn't know what the fuck it is. It's an hour mm-hmm. and 20 minutes that could and should be two entirely different albums of conceived thoughts like two years apart Mm -hmm. and i also here's just a little dl this guy's a fucking asshole thing this band's tone this band needs to be from fucking texas or georgia or montana or what they're from fucking brooklyn okay they're wearing their fucking festival hats there's something about that that bugs me that's just me being dumb sven what'd you think of Dragon New War Mountain, I Believe in You by Big Thief. I think she's got like a slightly dolly quality to her vocals. And that's what immediately drew me in. Yeah, I like her. Expecting the rest of the album to kind of follow suit, which I'm not gonna say I was disappointed, but I maybe like set the expectation too high. And that's also a really high bar to try to achieve. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Right, like kind of unrealistic. I do love all the different sounds get pulled together in each track. It's kind of, Part country, part junkyard, part radio shack, (laughs) modular synth. I do think they needed to edit. It's way too long of an album. I don't think it's two albums. I think it's one album. Rachel, what is your favorite song? Uh, I'm going to go with Certainty. I didn't really care for a lot of it. Evil? Track two, Time Escaping. That that one caught me off guard in a good way. Yeah, so Love, Love, Love is my favorite. Kind of what... Sven was saying, I wish I could see this in like a Neuralux type of thing. It was that kind of song. The last thing I'll say on this, you know, for as much as I'm talking about how it meanders and it does this and it does that, it's so long. The one thing that I like is that usually when a band's doing that, the one we talked about, Black Country, New Road, this doesn't seem self-indulgent at all to me. No, yeah. It's still fresh and it's genuine. Hey, everybody, let's take our last break and try as best we can to finish this motherfucking episode. (laughs) We'll be right back. We are back. Dogs, are we? I don't know what this is. Guys, we got one more two-minute drill to do, and it's mine. And I'm calling it the two minutes earned. This is bands that have been grandfathered in. They deserve to be talked about because of their legacy or because of an album that they did previously that was incredible. We have to at least bring up their names. Maybe. I've broken my two minutes into three categories. Here are my two minutes. The earned two minutes. Category number one. If you like the band doing the same thing it always does, you're going to like this just fine. Corn. <laughs> I would compare this to Issues. You can hear John Davis's age. He is a little calmer. Not a lot of screaming. It's fine. Along with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Came out with two albums, both of which are okay. They are a lesser good stadium arcadium. The second album they came out with was way better than the first, which is very weird. Along with that is the Black Keys. Have you heard a Black Keys album? Then you've heard this album. (laughs) If you love it, you love it. It's great. But they are never going to do anything different. Bjork. Did you know Bjork is kind of weird? 
this is weird even for me. And I actually really like Bjork, but there are a lot of ill-conceived notions on here. The bottom line is though, if you listen to a Bjork album every once in a while, you still are gonna hit that part that just gives you massive goosebumps. Bridging the gap to my next category is Florence and the Machine. It's very Florence and the Machine. I am goddess and woman is king. And if you dig that, you will dig this. Category number two. This is actually good and you should listen to it, even if you don't care about the band. Silver Sun Pickups. Really, really good band. Really, really good album. They didn't reinvent the wheel, but they fit perfectly into that dark COVID claustrophobic thing that was going on. New Archers of Loaf. This is the first Archers of Loaf album in 20 years or whatever since White Trash Heroes. It's much lighter and it comes out of the gate kicking like a mule. Also, probably the best one out of all of them is the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. I was shocked. I started listening to it about four days ago. Amazing album. <laughs> Category number three, time to hang up the stirrups. The Arctic Monkeys. Hey, remember when you did Bet You'd Look Good on the Dance Floor or Are You Mine? You are not a fucking lounge act and you don't have a singer to be a lounge act. Stop it. And the one that pains me the most, the Mars Volta. Mars Volta, you're supposed to challenge me. You bored me. Broke my heart. That is my two minutes. So, so sad. Let's go to our next album, The Unraveling of Pup, the band by Pup. If you whisper, <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I didn't know this band existed, which is embarrassing, and they're fucking fantastic. I really enjoyed them. Doug Marshy kind of vibe, which I very much enjoyed. Mm, I like that you just use droning and Doug Marsh in the same yeah, sentence. I, I heard that too. <laughs> I know. Spaniards can't play the bagpipes. Um, <laughs> name of this episode is Spanish bagpipes. Keep going. It's it's it can only get better. <laughs> can it? I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed Pup the Band, and I kind of want to listen to more Pup the Band now. Time evil this is a wild band i also was unfamiliar with them it's like punk without any of the rules or descriptors that you would use to describe punk at all it's like prog punk Mm -hmm. it is very refreshing this is what 2020 punk should be oh okay it breaks all of the rules of what you would think punk is and that is punk yeah it it's Flaming Lips mm-hmm. meets Weezer. Yeah. I said Weezer too. No, you didn't. I did in my notes. You just can't see them. <laughs> I don't know what it was about this. I listened to it a ton. I couldn't get sucked in. And it, it was funny because I knew it was the type of band that I was. Why aren't you liking this? It was like softcore punk to me. It was like <laughs> B stage of the Vans Warp Tour. Like, um, I don't know if it was just, it might have been, and I'll just lead off with favorite songs. The first song was by far the best song to me. Ooh. Maybe that kind of, after that, you're chasing the dragon and you don't get it. Here's the thing. So the first song was the four chord song, and then you have four chords part two. Or I'm sorry, not the four chords, the, the okay. next song, the song after four. Yeah. Because I was like, you kind of get that like, refreshed. I've been fit. That song. How was it? Lately I've been fit. Same. Also my that favorite song. song. Totally fine. That's totally fine. We we're skipping oh, straight shit. to uh, favorite I'm, song. Finn has God damn it, had a chance just to talk about Let him say something. Yeah. I think I'm going to advocate for my, my friend Sven <laughs> here. He's your friend. I'm so sorry. I've been drinking a lot of kachaka. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't like honestly. I don't know that I have to say that much more because everyone, everything's already been said. Weezer meets Modest Mouse meets Built to Spill with big sing along choruses. I liked it probably a little bit more than everyone else. I think they Just, really liked it. I, I, why I, do I you was think you're better than us? Was- <laughs> Were you the only one that shat on it? I was the only one that well, and I didn't shit on it. It was just you know those albums that you know that you should like on paper it's like holy fuck this is a me album but you just can't yeah, I picked this for you, you. why fucking, i think all of you picked it for me no. that's true because it's weezer Except meets evil. modest mouse you should meets love Built them. To spill. <laughs> evil what's your favorite song uh waiting that was the heaviest therefore it it's my favorite that's pop the band let's go to coping mechanism it's my favorite album willow Evil, tell us about Willow Smith. I don't understand what's going on with this album. I feel like I am in the matrix and things are awry because I like it. Why is it good? Why? Why is... I don't understand. (laughs) And that's... That's Evil's... Okay. The first note that I have is there are songs on this that don't make sense. There are direct ripoffs in this from the guitar is the fucking strokes in in many, many spots. I went through the same thing I think that Evil did. I start listening to it and I'm like, wait, is this good? But it's Willow Smith. It can't be good. It doesn't make any sense. For me, by like song three, I was like, okay, I see what's going on here. This is a super, 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 super produced. She brought in, uh, what's his name? The guy that does. What's funny is my first thought on this was this is fucking Olivia Rodrigo if she was backed by Pussy Riot. And the guy that produced this with her is the guy that produces Pussy Riot, which makes so much sense. But I got to tell you, there's a couple songs on this that are fucking awesome. And it's weird. It's so weird. It is so weird. Uh, Sven, I want to hear about your relationship with this album. I have a few playthroughs of this album i'm pretty sure it'll pop up in my spotify rap (laughs) all the observations thus far very well produced it makes me feel like i wish that there's a lot of my favorite bands and favorite albums that had the treatment and care in production that this got i had not listen to anything willow's done before this it's one that i've struggled with and i still struggle with is it a good album or is it one of those albums that's really good at tricking you into thinking it's a good album that's the question yeah i i still don't know where i fall on that the vocal delivery i feel like comes across genuine enough that it ties everything together might not be like a great album but it's fucking good, and it makes me want to listen to it over and over. It's an addictive album. <laughs> I can't pick a favorite song. There's several on here. All of the writing credits are Willow and Grady. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you look at the tracks, and Grady does the guitar, bass, drums, percussion, background vocals, production, engineering. So that's the thing about an album like this. Yeah, it's Willow. This ain't fucking Willow. Mm. Uh, Rachel. I would just like to say that I called this last year at the finale. That song sucks. That song's good. But I kind of feel like I called that this would be a thing. I think that she is talented. I think that she is a very talented nepotism baby. And I don't think that this is a fantastic album that she put together. I think that she had people around her that were great and she has an iota of talent. And so those things combined 
made this a really great album that people are going to like and people are going to buy and TikTok to. I thought it was great. It is not anything original. Lyrics were pretty plain and pretty lazy. It was it was good. This is the best shitty album I've heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um <laughs> Evil, what's your favorite song on this? So this is where it gets weird. When I'm listening to this album, I have all these things running through my head. I'm like, is this fucking really good? (laughs) And I'll be so into it. I've listened to this album, maybe not as much as Sven, but a bunch. (laughs) And then I turn it off and I put it away and I can't remember a fucking thing about it. Right. (laughs) I thousand percent agree with that. I have no idea what my favorite song is. Is it fool's gold? Like what? It's troublesome to me, this album, because I like listening to it. I like I put it on. I enjoy it. And then I turn it off and then it's gone. My favorite song is You're a Stranger. I think there's a lot of good stuff on this album. Man, it's a lot of the same blood, but I think You're a Stranger is... I've had that song in my head for like a fucking week solid. Sven, what's your favorite song on this? It changes daily. Currently, it's Why Throw a Dart. (laughs) Uh, any given day <laughs> and i i get what evil's saying like as much as i do love this and as much as i've played it over and over and over and i i have listened to this album over and over <laughs> and over there's no earworms it's hard to pick a favorite song rachel did you say my name yeah what's your favorite song <laughs> okay I thousand percent agree with everyone else besides david it slaps so hard but it's not memorable whatsoever And if you asked me to name any song on this album without looking at my notes in front of me, I could not tell you. Let's go to our next album, In the Wild by The Interrupters. Into the Wild by The Interrupters. Fun first track, anthem for every kid ever. Gotta get out of my hometown and get down to LA or New York or wherever and and do my thing. It's cute. That's what I kept coming up with. This album is cute. It's fun to hear a new band try to do the old rancid sort of thing. And no doubt, the little howl with the Raised by Wolves, the... It's really well engineered. I don't love the production, but the I think the engineering is really good. Sometimes there's an album where I catch myself being like, do this, do this now. And they they don't do that a lot on this. It's kind of frustrating. This grew on me. My daughter fucking loves Ooh. this album. Loves it. Which makes it even cuter. Cute's a really good way to... Uh, yeah. Everything you just said, it feels like I'm trying to be angsty, but I don't know how to be angsty, so I'm going to listen... She's I'm, 42. I'm... <laughs> what are we doing here? There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Sorry. No, but I mean, that's that I think kind of comes across as like, it's trying to sound like something three decades earlier. She's 43 and you're an ageist. Um, oh, I love this album. I love the interrupters. I do enjoy their other previous fight the good fight. I enjoyed fight the good fight better, but this was great. This is very similar. I mean, it kind of falls for me into that same category as all of the pop that I just covered is it's exactly what you would expect from this band. It's nothing new and exciting, but it's still great, grand, wonderful. And it's a happy album and it's good for kids and all that stuff. Even though an old lady's on it. Am I right, David? <laughs> Back me up. She's old as shit. No, that's not at all. You. She's singing about how she needs to leave her hometown to get to her. She's singing subjects that an 18-year-old should be singing so about. She should have left her town a while she's ago. Am I right? 
She can't have yeah. these thoughts as a 43-year-old. So there's nothing new on this album. Nothing new. It still kind of rocks. It's I enjoy it. I like this album. I'm going to listen to this more. I'm not a huge ska punk fan, but I like the way that they do it. It's corny, well-executed fun. Mm-hmm. I love Raised by Wolves. That song's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's just fun. And then... You learn about, I mean, like Tim Armstrong was on this album. So it's not like they're totally faking it. Yeah. Guitar player, there's, the whole band's a bunch of brothers. She's married to the guitar player. They're in the scene. It's not like they're, yeah, they're not posers. If you listen to Raised by Wolves, it's kind of her life story. She grew up in a foster home. She had kind of a rough upbringing. But they've figured out a way to turn it into a commercial venture. And I tell you what, I fucking want to see this band live. Yeah. I want to go be in the audience when the whole audience is doing the, oh, and I, I think it would be a blast. That is the Wild by the Interrupters. Uh, actually, overall positive. All four of us liked it. I think Worst for Me is the best song. Oh, yeah. But if you're to ask my daughter, Raised by Wolves is song of the year. Going with your daughter's favorite. <laughs> Honestly, they're they're kind of all. <laughs> I also said Raised by Wolves. Yeah, Raised by Wolves. Yay. That's a great track. We all agree. It's so fun. It's clever. Ow. Hey. We got two more to do and then we'd be done like dinner. Being funny in a foreign language yeah. by the 1975. I yeah, I can't wait for Evil's already shaking his fucking head. <laughs> Sven, uh, what'd you think about this? It was something. It was an album. Um, there was music on it. It was an album. <laughs> Kind of reminded me of like, you know, the soundtrack movies that came out in the late 80s, early 90s that like this was like the music that was playing during the credits, mm-hmm. maybe thousand percent. Um, a lot of times like it's not shitty. It's not great. <laughs> it just kind of is. I, I don't know much about this band and I feel like I didn't give them much of a chance. It was just like a quick playthrough. I agree with my good friend. Well, sorry. Evil's friend Sven. <laughs> oh. I wrote down that this sounds like. Yacht rock that the entire family can enjoy. It was just good, easy listening, happy music. It was great. I can't take a band seriously that titles the first track the same name as their band name on every fucking album they put out. That's also, <laughs> they are, they took their name from a book of Jack Kerouac poems. Sure did. If you are a fan of Jack Kerouac. Careful. And you are also a fan of Metallica. You're a formidable human being. If you're a fan of Jack Kerouac but don't like Metallica, you're a fucking poser. I agree. I'm very glad you said that. <laughs> I am insulted by the fact that these guys claim... Okay. <laughs> there are two types of Jack Kerouac lovers. There are real amazing people, and there are the people that want to say, well, I love Jack Kerouac. Mm-hmm. These guys are the second. This guy is has done a really good job of staying in the pop culture by doing things like talking about how Metallica is the worst band of all time or eating a raw steak on stage, Ozzy Osbourne, but without being cool sort of stuff. I was really excited for this. So I'm not a single listener, but I gave in and I listened to the single on this when it first came out and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. This album is not good. This is, if Cindy Lauper got a lobotomy, that would be this. Oh my God. It's the most boring 80s bullshit. Like, 
it has these really super cheesy, which I actually like, Stan Ridgeway-ish type guitars. To me, this is the perfect example of a lot of those 2022 album, like mediocre albums. It, mm -hmm. It's just fucking there. We all know who Paul Rudd is, right? <laughs> you know when Paul Rudd does his like, his like cheesy, like <laughs> whatever dance? Yes. This is this is what he has in his head yeah. when That's he's fair. doing that dance. Oh That's my fair. God. Rachel? Um, I said about you. Ridiculous saxophone solo in the background for a minute. Evil? Uh, I'm going to use my time to shit on him a little bit more. Um, hey there's like video of him performing at a show wearing a cannibal corpse t-shirt. And I'm like, you're the about the same amount of a cannibal corpse fan as Khloe Kardashian is. Oh. I mean, these are this is the generation that thinks Nirvana is the t-shirt brand. And yeah. I can't take it seriously. Get off my lawn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Last album of the night, and then we're almost done. We only have about six things to do after that. So excited, you guys. Rachel. David. Anytime you want. Night. Billy Woods is church. Bro, I enjoyed Billy Church. Billy Church. <laughs> Billy, Billy Church. Mama's tired. Uh, it's 1 a.m. I loved Billy Woods. Earlier when we were talking about Denzel, this is who I was comparing him to. Billy Woods is a better version, uh, a more mature, older. The lyrics were better. They were more refined. The weeds overgrown. I had I read a review overgrown. that this, the album sounded like a fever dream, and I thought that that was very appropriate. A lot of times when I was listening to it, it was a little bit chaotic in my brain, but when I focused a little bit more on it, they made a little bit more sense. It was really good. The lyrics were complex and very well written. Fabulous. It was really, really great. I super enjoyed, and I had never heard of Billy Woods before, but- Fabulous. Evil. I have a question. I'm being serious. Okay. Why did we pick this one and not the one he put out earlier in the year? You picked it. I picked Billy Woods. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't do that on uh, purpose. Uh, Interesting. I think you this idiot. album's good. The other one's better? The other one is fantastic. Mm. I didn't listen to the other one. And so to me, it's like when System of a Down put out two albums in the same year. And the first album was amazing. And the second one was like uh, pretty good. But- that's how I feel about this album. Interesting. It's, okay. it's good, but it's flat compared to Ethiopes. Ethiopes is fucking phenomenal. All right. Good to know. Second album of the year, and I didn't listen to the first. That's my first line, so I guess I need to. <laughs> um, it's not in my wheelhouse. The berating spoken word rap, I don't do well with it. I need rhythm. Mm -hmm. I need a good, the beats are good, but it doesn't go along with it. I need a good cadence. I need to, I need mm -hmm. Tupac. I need my Tupac. I love how progressive he is. It's unique. He's challenging his genre regarding things like homosexuality and climate change and Climate change, like, besides RZA, I've never heard a fucking rapper talk about any sort of environmental anything. It's incredibly bright. He's citing authors and, and lesser-known foreign historical events, and it's impressive. His religious views seem very progressive, and yeah, sure, praise God, whatever, but who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. be a good human. You don't hear rap about that sort of stuff. But yeah, for me, it's just the actual flow and the beats. I can't, I don't really, I didn't love it. So now I am extremely 
extremely intrigued to listen to his other album, uh, Sven. Really similar to everything. Like the content, I can get on board with. I I love to hear what he has to say. The delivery for me was where it fell flat literally flat Mm -hmm. the whole album was very one just like a one big plateau Mm -hmm. it was hard to get into because of i don't know it's just the beats i fucking love this album guys i am so happy for you because if you love this i'm excited to listen to the other one now that i know that there's another one so i i also am excited to go listen to like earlier stuff my favorite song on this was classical music and it was so good that i called my brother and said you need to listen to this guy. It's so great. Every line of the lyrics, you can just dissect everything. And it comes back to when people actually make lyrics, poetry. Evil? Uh, listen to Ethiopes, everybody. I'm using my time to promote his <laughs> other album. Uh, schism. There was something about that okay. beat and everything that did work for me. It's like a demented Dr. Dre. Yeah. Sven, what sure. about you? Uh, I have classical music written down. Nice. Could be anything. Those are all the albums, everybody. Yay. I got some questions for everybody, and then I'm going to let Rachel get to her Taco Bell or whatever that is back there. Run from that border. <laughs> Guys, I got some awards. I've got the Mothball Award. What's the album out of all these, Sven, that you listen to once and you threw back in the closet. Threw back in the closet. Probably God's Country, Chat Pile. I Chat think. Pile. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of those. I, I mean to revisit at some point in the future. No, you don't. It's got mothballs on it. Rachel? Uh, I'm kind of thinking Big Thief. I just didn't care about it. Evil? It was I Walked With You A Ways. Mine was Charlie XCX and The Midnight. Those both got sure. dunked to the closet. Instant Replay Award. Evil, which one did you keep? Keep keep going back to. Ooh. Not necessarily a favorite, but you just wait. I need to Moto Mommy. 100%. Yeah. Mine is Viagra Boy or Big Thief. I struggled with both of them the most. Those are my I can't mm. fucking figure out what's going on here. Sven, what's your instant replay uh, award? Probably coping mechanism. It's Will. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, the with answer. with a <laughs> a later runner up, I walk with you the planes album. That that one's creeping up. Now that I've stopped listening to Willow as much. Rochelle? <laughs> um, I want to say Motomami as well, but I also think that I go back to Pup repeatedly because oh. it's something that I didn't know existed and I kind of want to listen to it over and over again. Cool. This is my Breaking Bad award. So I want you guys to know, I watch Breaking Bad once a year to this day. I don't know if I like it or not. <laughs> this is the I don't know if I like it or not award. Rachel, right back to you. Coping mechanism, probably. Everybody's shaking yeah. their head. Evil. Yeah. It's yeah. coping mechanism. Yeah. Like on repeat forever and still don't know. Uh, mine's Big Thief. Big Thief might be absolutely brilliant. I don't know. Disappointment Award. Nothing fancy here. Which album disappointed you the most? I'll start with mine. Mine's 1975. I honestly, I thought 1975 was going to be a good album. It was not. I had high hopes, higher hopes for Hellfire. I liked it, but it it didn't live up to everything I thought. Rachel? I don't know why I expected more from Charlie XCX. I just... It's a pretty well-reviewed pop album. That's understandable. It's wildly well-reviewed. It's like literally what Charlie XCX... I think I expect musicians to evolve eventually in Uh, their career. And this is just exactly what it was. It was just everything that's already happened. I have two. And I don't know which one's worse. Tovlo and Chatpile, those two albums. Tovlo, I listened to it briefly and I'm like, I think this is good. And then I sat down and listened to it. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not good at all. It's terrible. 
chat pile was more of a slow it, i don't think it's terrible i just i had really high hopes for it i think the answer is chat pile. i had high yeah. hopes for it and it kind of yeah. unraveled for me i expected that to be like album of the year contender and mm. then i listened to it over and over and i'm like no it's not it's not the grew on you award Rachel, mm. the more you listen to it, the more you Taylor loved Swift. It. <laughs> I don't know. Even though I loved it to start out with, I kind of want to say Motomami. It was great. It grew, but it got even better and better and better. Evil. I think it's I love you, Jennifer B. Mm. I think that one's gonna be. I have high hopes for it. Shadow. I have high hopes for it. We will see. I have two. It's the interrupters and Black Midi. The mm. more I listen to those, the more I got into oh, them. Nice. Sven? Yeah. Um. For me, it's also I I love you, Jennifer B. Jockstrap. Each play, I hear something new. Mm-hmm. Couple more things, and we're done, you guys. Least favorite album of the batch, Evil. What you got? Oh man, that's a hard one. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's different from worst. Sure, could be. Depends. I'll throw them under the bus even further. The 1975. I, I didn't even give it a go, really. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. I like that, Rachel. Mm, I want to say Big Thief. No, I don't. Mm, no, Black Midi. They're their own thing. Your least favorite is Black Midi? No, just because they're not my taste. That doesn't make them Big Thief. Final answer. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm that was so confused. An adventure. Uh, spent? <laughs> God's Country. Chat pile. Oh, mm. wow. It's not that I'm giving up on it completely, but it's going to take a lot more for me to come around, I think. Mine is Alexis on fire. I expected more and I really didn't like it. But now let's go a little more positive. And I, I have a feeling about this. I think we all might have the same. No. You're wrong. Evil, what's your favorite of the batch? Oh, this is going to be confusing for all of you. Charlie XCX. It is <laughs> Alexis on fire. Did not really? see that coming. It is. Is it, it really? Is. I just really That's dig that great. album. That's right. For not having <laughs> country. How about you gotta take a shot, Evil? Rachel, what was your favorite album? Uh nobody guessed it. Billy Woods. Ooh. No. Yeah, we did not guess that. That's true. I thought it was very well written. Uh, that's well performed. Your favorite out of all yep. those. Wow. You guys don't understand my Spend? love for rap music. Oh, you got, you're oh. going to really dig his other albums. Mine was Dragon New War Mountain. <clears throat> for Is real. it really? But I've been really wow. into country, bluegrass, folk. Yeah. And you like that over the Plains one? Yeah, just narrowly. Wow. That's the production. Me. I think it's the production uh, that makes the difference. Well, I was very wrong. Then we don't at all have all the same. Uh, mine was Moto Mommy. Fuck. I, yeah. I fucking loved yeah. that yeah. album. I, mm, uh, yeah. It was good. Let's be quick about it because everybody's tired. That's what he said. I'll start it off. Let's do some final thoughts on this year's releases. I was continually disappointed. I think it was my fault. It might have been my mood. There's also, and this was the episode that helped me realize it, that I think that there are a lot of weight. This is probably kind of brilliance Mm. in this year. And I am really looking forward to our revise and revisit in 2023 about this year. Mm. I think that next year, our talk about this year's albums is going to be fucking crazy. Sven, what are your final thoughts on this year's releases? Ditto. There's there's three albums we didn't talk about that I totally regret not submitting for this that also I think we'll cover in the future. Out of everything that we did cover this year, there's just too, too fucking much. My head hurts. There's too much. Rachel? There was a year of music. That's what this was. It was just... <laughs> 
There was so much. There was so much really good stuff, and there's so much garbage. We tried. Evil, go. I have found more music that I like this year in genres that are not my most comfortable Yay. genres of music to listen That's to. That's awesome. There's been some good metal releases, but I've found more hip hop, more alt rock, more pop stuff. I've always had fairly broad tastes, but this year really catered to it Yay. well. That's been very refreshing. I'm a little disappointed in the broad metal releases, but there's been some fucking really good metal albums too. They're just not as many as I. This year expected. spread evil wide. Hey oh, <laughs> we did it. Moist. It was long. <laughs> Very moist. Rhymes with the yuck. problem is I. What I did not foresee is that none of you did the. I didn't really listen to this. You guys are doing too much homework nowadays. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Look, we got a lot of new albums in this year. I'm proud of us. I think we did great. I'm going to see you guys in a couple weeks. Evil, I'm sad that Chat Pile wasn't everything that you hoped it could be. Rachel, <laughs> I'm sorry that Midnight's isn't everything that you hoped it could be. Sven. <sighs> That's okay. I'm sorry that you liked Big Thief so much. It's <laughs> 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 kind of awesome. I'm glad. Everybody join us next week revise and revisit we're all going to be together Yay! talking as one about 2021 our choices back then were they right were they wrong Mm -hmm. how stupid were we back then so stupid Stupid. it's late we're not even drunk anymore we're all already hung over that's how long we've been doing this (laughs) rachel's got a big bag of taco bell in the background we love y'all good night and good luck good night miss you Stay right by you